Welcome to Bold Conscious Connections. My name is Raju Panjwani and I'm a certified leadership coach. And I'm Trisha Ramos, a certified high performance coach. Together, we help business leaders redefine success on their terms to create more space and energy so that they live impactful lives. Everyone wants to be seen, heard and understood. So at a deeper level, we know that the collective consciousness is important to raise in this world. And leaders who are influencers can make that difference. We in our coaching programs teach people how to focus on the interconnectedness, heart-centeredness and growth from within. And this is what this podcast will be about. So stay tuned and subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. Talk to you very soon. Welcome to Bold Conscious Connections. This episode is really directed at coaches, whether you're new or been an experienced one, we know that you have gifts that you're offering to the world. And oftentimes what trips you up is the idea of enrolling. Uh, the enrollment conversations often scary for most people. So you know that you're doing a big disservice to the world if you don't get this part of your business mastered. Most of co coaches, uh, you know, just love to, you know, share, create, teach courses or uh, do one-on-ones or do group sessions, but they're somehow scared to death of selling or enrollment. Um, and there's a big difference between the two because those conversations are different. So today, uh, my partner, Tricia Ramos, who, you know, you know, makes, you know, she has really done some great work with enrollment in the past. She's been very successful with that. So I thought that perhaps we can touch on some of the, you know, important topics that affect coaches out there, uh, you know, who want to bring their voice to the world, help as many people as they can. And this is a big obstacle for, for many of you out there. So Tricia, welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited for this topic today because this is so important for every coach out there to not just embrace, but to master. Because if you can master this conversation, mm. you'll be able to expand your reach and help as many people as possible. Absolutely. So perhaps we should go to the very beginning of what, when you started to uh, get into the coaching business and when you quit your 20-year career, um, at a big corporation, um, what what was that? What was the genesis? What was that decision point that got you to to really get into this business? And then we can talk about enrollment in a bit. Yes, you know, I've always loved listening to people, having conversations with people, and even I, I have memories of being a young girl and mm -hmm. listening to adults talking and just asking them questions and they would look at me sort of with those wondering eyes like what question are you asking me and wow that's actually a really hmm. good question so throughout my life in the 20 years i was in corporate it didn't really matter if it was um somebody who reported to me or someone i reported to or a peer i really um just had a knack for being able to help facilitate somebody's um, thinking so mm -hmm. that their perspective could be broadened. And I saw that every time and any time that a breakthrough occurred in a conversation, that it would really empower the individual in front of me and inspire them to take a different course of actions. And then that would create the results that they wanted to see. So the more I saw that, the more I realized that this is really what I wanted to do with my 
time and this is the kind of work that I want to do. And I really believe in empowering people and helping them reclaim their voices so that they could show up authentically and, and um, really uh, spread that, that good, positive uh, energy that, you know, we all, we all have inside of us and we all want mm. as well. So what, what is it about um, today? You've been doing it for a couple of years now and we're together working on uh, not just this, but other, other businesses together. What is, what is it about enrollment? Um, the word enrollment obviously is used in, in institutions. You know, peop, you know, students apply and you enroll. Uh, obviously, that's the, that's the industry term for, for coaching mm-hmm. as well. But, you know, often people just get scared of that conversation. What do you think that is? I think that as a coach, if you are scared of that enrollment conversation, it's because you haven't yet made the connection that the conversation is not about you or your ability to sell your program. That conversation is about the client or the prospective client and their ability to believe in themselves with your help, with your Mm. skills, right? So enrollment is really about you as the coach navigating a conversation that will allow the person in front of you to start believing in themselves or start remembering why they ought to believe in themselves. So you're not enrolling them into you, you're actually enrolling them into the best and highest vision of themselves. And that, that is why I love enrollment conversations, because if I can have a one hour or even 45, 30 minute conversation with someone where they walk away feeling more powerful than they ever have before, then I know whether or not they enroll with me, I know that I made the most of that time and they got the most value. So in that conversation, what are you looking for? You're obviously a good listener and you're in the conversation you're having with them, you're taking in what they're saying and then what is what is it that, that gets them to really feel the difference in the conversation you're having with them? And I guess all coaches want that. Well, we all have conversations with people throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, most of the time, even though we're talking to other people, we're really only having a conversation with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And what exactly. most people do, unless you're a skilled listener, usually you're just waiting for the other person to stop talking so that you can continue mm-hmm. expressing your viewpoint. And that is really the standard like that is how the most of the world communicates and so i you know hats off to all great coaches out there that really make it their mission to have the other person in front of them feel heard seen and understood because most of us go through our day-to-day not having the space to be able to explore our ideas, not having the space to be able to reflect from within. And, you know, reflections with yourself are powerful on their own. Mm. But imagine if someone was asking you questions that you weren't expecting and how much deeper you could go mm-hmm. if, if that question was asked and then the space was now provided for you to actually explore it without judgment, mm-hmm. right? And without wrong or right, 
it just allows any individual to really be op- able to open up. And we're so busy, you know, and we're so busy giving advice to other people. Like, I think that's the thing. Like, we love our friends and our family, and obviously they're in our lives for a reason. But have you ever had the experience where you wanted to talk about something and all of a sudden it becomes about them and what they did when they had something similar? All the time. Right. All the time. <laughs> right. But that is... That's human nature, the way we sort of been conditioned to operate, right? Right. Because that is that is the other person. Most of us are in our own heads. That's right. Right? And so, you know, as a coach, a coach is committed to actually creating that space for that other individual to come in. And for that moment, however long the conversation is, for that individual to come in and be held in that space mm-hmm. so that that learning and that emotionalizing of the awareness can happen. You know, I've been with you on coaching calls, um, quite a few of them. So I, I, I'm telling you, uh, Trisha is very, very solid and effective in, in, in uh, you know, helping people improve a connection with themselves. So thank you. Um, so in this particular environment that we're in, uh, the pandemic and the world shutdown, enough studies have shown that, um, you know, coaching and uh, self-learning and, and really looking within uh, has exploded. Um, you know, mostly in the past, people have associated coaches with uh, perhaps athletes, you know, mm-hmm. professional athletes who, who you know, you know the, their coaches may not be, you know, proficient in their particular, you know, sport that they're coaching them on, but it's about how they conduct their business with 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 the athlete or with the with the you know particularly particularly I think it's athletes where we hear most of the term used and then there is uh, maybe health uh, and fitness to some extent they call them personal trainers but but there are coaches obviously in in, in every walk of life um, and there's a lot of executive coaches out there who work with that exactly. C-suite level because I think at certain levels of performance. Mm-hmm. Those people don't get to that level of performance without coaching, without without the help of coaches. Because really, when you're trying to break through barriers that exist for most, you do need help. Exactly. So in that context, what I wanted to to see if there was any way to demystify or or help people understand (laughs) the difference between, you know, because I think most of most of us uh, coaches are scared of this conversation because we think it's selling. Mm -hmm. Can you distinguish between selling and enrolling, since you do that so well? Sure. You know, I started saying before that enrollment, that enrollment call for me, it's successful if the other person walks away uh, having uh, more of a belief in themselves than Mm -hmm. they did when they first entered it. So for me, enrollment is really about, it's the conversation in which you get the client or the prospect to commit to doing personal or professional development work so that they can then engage that higher version of themselves, right? So enrollment is really benefiting that other person, like it would behoove them to do this, hmm. to do this, um, to do this work with a coach because on the other side of them doing it is them reaching their next level of growth, right? Getting closer and closer to their highest potential. Um, and then sales is sales. Like really, you you have a, a service you provide or a product you're selling, and somebody 
buys it and in exchange they get that product or that service so listen we're really talking about words here mm -hmm. for me enrollment engages me on a higher level mm -hmm. um but it's also still sales sure right yeah. so if you if you cannot sell your service then you're not going to be able to serve mm -hmm. so Enrollment. Or a product, or yeah. So I think that um, I don't want I don't want any coach listening to this to get caught up between one or the other. The idea is that for you to be able to impact as many people as you can with your skills as a coach, you know, you as a coach probably became a coach because you have this inherent desire to help someone mm -hmm. to make their lives a little bit easier than perhaps yours was. Mm -hmm. Maybe you figured out a way how to overcome trauma um, that you've experienced, your own deep traumas, and you want to help other people going through theirs. Or maybe you have a way, it's just coaches become coaches because they just have this desire to help others um, to cut their cut their pain that they could potentially mm -hmm. experience, and that's why I love coaches. Like, and 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 I'm I am one for that reason mm -hmm. because I think that life is hard enough, so let's help each other out, right? Mm -hmm. um, and at the same time, if you are not going to go into that conversation with conviction and your ability to do your work well, to do your craft well. If you're not going to go in there with the conviction that actually by working with you, that person's life could dramatically improve, well, then why, why bother, right? Mm -hmm. Like, why even do it? Because the thing is, um, that enrollment conversation, if you can actually have that conversation and cause a breakthrough in that conversation, that's the very first time you'll have the ability to show your client or the prospect the benefit of getting coaching because you're able to demonstrate in that conversation what a shift in mm -hmm. their perspective could mean that perhaps the way they've been thinking about something has kept them exactly where they are. And if they were willing to look at it from another angle, mm -hmm. it can open up a whole new world of possibilities for them. So the enrollment call is, is actually your first opportunity to be able to coach your client to the next exactly. level. So, so yeah, I was gonna say, so the coaching call, uh, the, sorry, the enrollment call itself is like a coaching call or a little window into what that coaching might be like you're demonstrating it right you're demonstrating i mean a, a good enrollment call is not so much you talking about your prop your prog program yeah, that's right it's not that at all actually mm -hmm. a good enrollment call is you asking your client a lot of questions so that they can verbally articulate what it is that perhaps they've just been holding on to or mm -hmm. it's been swimming in their head and like mm -hmm. crowding their minds people will come to an enrollment call nine times out of ten because they're looking for clarity mm -hmm. so the more you allow people to be able to think out loud and to actually listen to the things that are coming out of their mouths and to invite them to hear what they're saying mm -hmm. the better the chances are that they'll walk away having more clarity mm -hmm. so it isn't about you talking about your program mm -hmm. it's actually you holding space like i said mm -hmm. asking powerful questions taking it deeper and you know until until you can hear like what is it that is getting in the way of this mm -hmm. this client 
Okay, to then summarize, what would be the top three things that uh, coaches need to get from what we're saying today and, and what you're telling them? So that I know there are many things you just touched on, but what would be the top three things they should, they should be concerned about and get involved? I mean, we talk about this in some of our programs. You know, we have a program called Bold Conscious Leadership, mm -hmm. and we define bold in five elements. And one of the elements that we define bold as is having humility. Mm -hmm. And I think the first thing here is recognizing that the enrollment call is not about you. And even though you are performing it, it's not about you. It's about the client. So if you can remove yourself and your ego and detach from the outcome of whether or not they enroll, you'll do a much better job of mm -hmm. asking questions and listening. And I, I think that that is probably the Number first one. thing. Yep. Start mm -hmm. there, that it's not a reflection of you. It really is your ability to get yourself out of the center of the picture and right. put your client in the center of that picture so mm -hmm. that you can serve them in that moment. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two is your energy. You know, are you coming on that call ready? Not just physically, but emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, right? Because if you're lacking in energy, you hear that word no mm -hmm. the first time or you, you feel some sort of pushback from the client or you hear something where they're challenging you, if you're low in energy, it's gonna be really hard to pull up your conviction, which is your ability to come across as convinced in, in, in your way, in, in this thing that you're, you're, you're um, trying to enroll them into. And conviction is another one of those elements of mm -hmm. boldness that we talk about. Because, you know, I don't know about you, but some of the most influential people I know, coaches I know, they, they have really high conviction mm -hmm. and they speak emphatically, you know, they mm -hmm. are not going to shy away from uh, an objection. Mm -hmm. So in any conversation, whether you're in corporate, you're in a, in a selling environment or certainly in an enrollment call, you're going to have objections mm -hmm. um, as soon as you make that offer. And if it doesn't come up, you should look for it. Mm -hmm. But when you hear that first objection, the better your energy is, the more high energy you are, mm -hmm. I would say the better chances you have of leaning into that. Like I will often immediately notice, like if I make the offer and the client's uh, body language shifts mm -hmm. or their energy, their voice changes. I don't let that, I don't let that go. Like mm -hmm. I literally, oh, okay. I just told you this is the program and I just saw a significant change in your energy. And or, you, you call it, call them on it, right? I, yeah. I, I do. I mm -hmm. do. You know, tell me what you're experiencing right now because I just saw your energy shift. Mm -hmm. So what's going through your mind? Cause a minute ago you were really excited about the prospect mm -hmm. of, you know, making these changes right. and and actually like creating your vision making it a reality and so now what are you experiencing talk to me about that because that's actually something as a coach you wanna you want them to bring that to the forefront so mm -hmm. that you can work through it and help them work through right. it mm -hmm. you know and, and and i think that if you have high energy you will be able to tap into that but if you are tired or you didn't get enough sleep the night before or maybe you're not as connected with yourself 
Or you're stressed about this conversation. Or you're like thinking about, you know, how am I doing? Are they going to enroll? And if they don't, am I going to be able to pay my bills? You know, if, you, if you're dissipating your energy in all those directions, your ability to really zero in on focus on that client is going to be diminished. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think about Michael Jordan, mm -hmm. you know, one of the greatest athletes, his secret was he only focused on that game. Mm -hmm. He didn't look at the season and focus on all 70-something games. Right. He literally made it a point to play whatever that game was that he was playing mm -hmm. and, and play put his best foot forward. And whatever was past was behind him. Mm -hmm. He already forgot about that, right? right? And so... If, you, if you're listening to this and you've had a, 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 a slump, maybe you've had like a series of calls and you haven't enrolled anybody, let that go, right? Like let this be the present moment where you decide, um, you know what, that's over. Let me focus on this conversation. And then don't worry about future conversations. Just focus on that mm. one and get your energy right. So that's two. That's two. Humility and energy. Humility and energy, because the energy allows you to have conviction. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing I would say would be skill up. Skill up. Listen to, like by listening to this podcast or, you know, working with coaches, hire a coach that can help you amp up your enrollment game mm -hmm. or talk to other people who you know, have had success with this? How did they overcome whatever um, mm -hmm. challenges they had in the beginning? But just know that where you are currently today does not reflect your full potential. So really um, have the desire to get better at mm -hmm. it and then take the steps to get better at it. Do it. You know, don't just sit and watch and say, you know, I'm a great coach. I'll just never be great at enrollment. Mm. Nah, because you're not doing the world any service if you resign yourself to that. So the right. third tip would be choose and decide to get better and skill up on your enrollment. Awesome. Well, that's so helpful and it's so well comprehensively thought through, Trisha. That's we, we hope there's that way more than way that. more than that way, <laughs> way more, than more. That. so we're giving you just the three tips so how do they you know they can reach us on livemasterminds.com but what are the other ways that they can connect with us if they need to know more they want to know more they want to learn more and become really really good at it on the third point of the upskilling aspect of it you know we actually we have we're on instagram bold conscious leaders we're also on facebook and i would say you know on there, we'll, we'll, we post, you know, stories and, and, and content about enrollment. And also, you can follow me at TrishaRamos.com. I, I will be talking about mm -hmm. this topic often. It's really something that um, is near and dear to us because we know that, you know, a, a coach's ability to increase their impact and their influence will really begin with their ability to be able to be enrolling. So mm -hmm. this is really something you'll see us more and more focusing on. And uh, watch out. Stay tuned for an online course that Live Masterminds is going to be dropping mm -hmm. in the next few weeks. And you can certainly enroll in that. Get it? Enroll in that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that could be the beginning of you. Um, or, you know, it could be in addition to what you already do to skill mm. up on your enrollment skills. Awesome. Well, 
appreciate this uh, conversation. Thank you so much, Trisha. And and you guys, again, a lot of coaches out there who get certified and you know in their programs, typically what we see is that people have not really learned how to market themselves or to get to the, get so you can get to the enrollment call. And the whole process is fraught with you know such discomfort, and we would like to change that. So keep in touch. Uh, Bold Conscious Connections is our podcast, and Live Masterminds, LiveMasterminds.com is our website. So we look forward to being in touch. Thank you.